What's poppin' everybody? Hello and welcome to Popcorn Culture. My name is Ben Carlin and I am your host. Here with me today is my brother Jay, who will be in every episode. I'm here, Ben. I'm here. And if you're listening to this on the day after it was uploaded, then I'm probably watching um, a little phone screen, watching Ben do his marathon race, because he's going to be running uh, a marathon this Saturday. This Saturday, Earth Day, April 22nd. I think we take off at like 7.20 in the morning. I will put Whoa. a link in the show notes. If you're listening to this before then, uh, if you would like to follow along, you should be able to just like look up my name and then you'll see like where I'm at on the course and like what my little like splits are like and everything. So yeah, yeah, tune in. I'm not going to lie to you. Like all last week I was like, I, I had like my last tapering training run, which was seven miles on Saturday. And uh, which by the way, like it was, it was hilarious and awesome and amazing to me how we went out there and did seven miles. And it was like, it was literally like, like, having recess in elementary school like the three of us were just like goofing off i felt like we weren't taking it seriously at all and it was like it's still seven miles yeah like, that's still a lot like it's yes. still more than most people could just comfortably get off the couch and do even i mean literally me too like yeah like at the start of this thing like when i did like my seven mile run i was like like six was something i felt like was attainable seven though is like a completely different ballpark so it was it was very reassuring to me that like right going out and doing the seven mile run like we've like this was supposed to be our last training run and we like ran faster right usual you did like, the thing i was like this is just plum silly just yeah. plum silly. so that was confidence building but i feel like i have been i had been buffeted buffered i don't know what the right word is uh protected from the the like reality that the uh that the 26.2 is coming because i was like i still have a training run between now and then and it's seven miles like we're gonna be fine we're gonna be fine no, no big deal it's so, like all weekend i was like got my run in i'm good i even like mowed the lawn afterwards you know it was just like oh man look yeah. at you and it, well, it was also the step competition that's happening over right. on Patreon. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, I had to throw down some steps as well. Of course, of course. But, but, um, point is that I, I woke up this morning and I was like, I run a marathon this week. And I was like, <laughs> I am, uh, I'm not going to lie to you. Like the word that I am actually feeling, the emotion that I'm feeling is scared. Yeah. Like I, am I like, don't, I don't doubt it at all. Yeah. I mean, it is so far and it's like, oh, yeah, seven miles. So easy. And all of a sudden it's like, we only ever ran 20 miles. What, 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 that was three weeks ago. What if I can't do it anymore? I know. know? That's yeah. exactly what it feels yeah. like. That is exactly <laughs> what it feels like. Yeah. It's like, oh, that was, that was probably it. I bet, I bet yeah. on that day I was having a great day and I bet on Saturday yeah. I'm going to be having a terrible day. <laughs> Who's the idea? Was it only run seven? What's going on? I know. Yeah. We should have, we should have run another like a 30 miler before. Right. Should have so done that we knew it. Yeah. We, yeah. So, so when we do 26, psh, no big easy. deal. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. So anyway, um, yeah, so I'm, I am, I am very nervous, but I'm also very excited. It's like, it's like, okay, okay, it's here. It's like, and it, and it's nice because I think like getting out there, it's just going to be like, I'm just going to be able to like dial in and focus and yeah. not have like a million extra things going on. Like sometimes I think about this, even doing like our work here at Super Carly and Brothers half the time where it's like, you know, it's like when it really comes down to it, when it really comes down to it, we sit and we host shows for like, like four hours a week of like sitting in front of the camera and doing the stuff yeah uh and it's like when you look at it like that it's like that's no big deal that's no big deal and then it's like all the like the millions of like little tiny tasks that are constantly pulling your attention this way or that way like along the way yeah you know just like like this morning before before we got on to like do the pop you know like you sent me over like the pop doc to like drop in my notes and everything and it's like oh, i have to like i have to take like the the annual self audit survey for workers comp yeah, this is fun. Oh, it's like, yeah. you know, it's the like, joys yeah. of running a business. The <laughs> joys of running a business. Anyway, so uh, that's done though. So check oh, mark. Good. Go us. Go well, team. Yeah, right. Um, but those are those are the little things. So I feel like the good news though is for for marathon day, it's like there's nothing else. There are no other like outside like responsibilities or anything that like I'll have to like super be worried about. So my game plan is just go in, be hyper focused, and just like ready to go. Right. Yeah. It's just just wake up, do your thing, and then when it's done, you have no responsibilities. Just go lay down, go have a beer, do whatever you want. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I, I like I literally feel like that's the other thing too is like I was like, oh it's gonna be so cool going to like Nashville for the first time. I've never been in Nashville before. It's gonna be so much fun to like go and like explore the city. And I'm like, or 
Or that night we could get some frozen pizzas and sit on the couch and watch a movie with commercials. Yeah. Which is like, I'm like, that feels like it's like what might happen that night. I yeah. have no idea. <laughs> so anyway, I'm just, I'm just bracing myself. I'm just bracing myself. But yeah, link in the show notes if you want to like follow along and, and, and see where I'm at along the way. Yeah. Awesome. Well, good luck to you. I'm sure you're going to crush it by just a random twist of fate. Whilst you're running your marathon in Nashville, there is a there will be a different marathon happening here in Roanoke. I know, yeah, the, the, the Blue Ridge the Marathon. The Blue Ridge Marathon, yeah. America's toughest road marathon. Dun, dun, dun. I, dude, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, yeah, it's there is so much elevation change in the marathon that's taking place in Roanoke that I'm like, I'm like, I have there there's running a marathon and then there's running that marathon. Oh my gosh. And it's like, I, wanna, I know. I want to say that when we did our big Linville Gorge hike, the amount of elevation gain we had was not. At, over the course of three days was not the same was not as the same much. as much as the blue ridge wow, marathon that is just bonkers i know because there were so many big hills <sighs> yeah i know i know and it felt like we were going up and down forever so. it did it did feel like that um but anyway if you're there be on the listen because i'll be at the finish line calling names as people finish i know so. it's very encouraging very yeah. encouraging. i'm gonna like to think that maybe you can be tracking me at the same time and just just call my name as like, yeah as you see I'll just me be like going, you guys this isn't relevant to this race but my brother ben carlin just finished Finish the Nashville ham full marathon. <laughs> have, half have, marathon. Have, but yeah. Full marathon. A half marathon twice. Yeah. A full one. A full one. Um, no, that would be so fun. I, I I feel like it will lift my spirits just to know that that that, that potential is on mm. the table. But anyway, uh, enough about that because I feel like you had some big news over the weekend. You you went to a, a local tourney. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Obviously, what everyone's really here for Pokemon tournament update that, news. Dude, I, I as far as I'm concerned, people were like literally like Ben. Enough with the marathon stuff. Okay, like edge of my seat over here. What's going Boom. on with Jay? I know. So at long last, rotation has happened. That's Ugh. where they eliminate a bunch of the oldest sets from standard play. And they introduce typically, a, uh, it normally happens around the release of a, a new set. Okay. So, that, so like it's a total shakeup. What legal cards are in play are completely different. There's not like a bunch of decks you can go net deck and just sort of like be like, that's what I'm going to do. I mean, there is stuff from Japan. So that sort of like leaks through a little bit and right, stuff. Right, right. Because it's like the, the Japanese versions of each set of the sets is released earlier yeah, than, the, than the English version. They are a little bit ahead of us. So there is a certain amount of like, oh, that may Maybe, like there, there are lists you can look at, but it's not clear always what is like optimal or what is best or what tweaks you should make or anything like that. And hopefully, when they release a new set like this, it means many things will be competitive, and it's not just like everyone plays the same thing. Right. So I went through and um, I just I, I narrowed in on what I felt like was was the best one or that I would be the most familiar with. Uh, it was single strike Lugia, which was uh, a very, which I think ultimately was obviously a very good choice because as the tournament unfolded, I found myself in the top four and then in the finals and ultimately was the champion. I was, I, know, I was, I was pretty excited about it. It was like you know, because um, whenever there's like a new set release, the the store we go to does like a box tournament, so it's like a little bit bigger. More people show up to try and um, you know win win a bigger prize, I guess. Right, 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 right. and um, it, it was it was a lot of fun. Got my, my single strike Lugia took me all the way there. Um, our friend Steven, who you've been running with as well, also plays and he played in it. I unfortunately had to play against him twice, um, which was extremely difficult. I was going to say that it's not yeah. an easy path to victory it when, when you guys not, are like, like near as I can tell, pretty evenly matched. Like, it, yeah, uh, we were we we're pretty evenly matched and uh, we were basically running the same deck minus his he he played a a one one line of a like really defensive Pokemon, and then I had a one one line of a really offensive Pokemon or offensive, not offensive. Yeah, it, <laughs> yeah. it just it plain is, offensive. It is yeah. like you put this down. It is so mean. People leave the room. People leave the, the room. They're, they're, they're like, like, wow, that was rude. I can't even bear to you look at it. That it actually is a bear. It, oh so, wow, yeah, wow, yeah, okay, it's a giant bear. Single strike Urshifu. So um, that was sort of the big race. Like which one of us could either get that set up or which one could take down the other's version first. And okay. Um, we went through the first time we played. We actually ended in a draw, so it was still very even. And then the second round was also fixing and in, in a draw, except it was final four, so we had to have a winner. Okay. So we played out, and um, on like I had a miraculous final turn and managed to sneak ahead in the prize race and get get the dub to move on to the finals. But well played to Steven for sure. The the um, biggest of Steves, by the, the way. The biggest of yeah, Steves, if you yeah. watch Box Breakers over yeah. on Supercarly Gaming. So yeah, it was uh, it felt it felt very good getting the win. 
th- this on this particular weekend. I was very and like and you know we we buy a lot of booster boxes, so that was the prize. And it was like you know I've opened a bunch of these already, but it did feel very different opening the one that you'd won versus the one that you'd bought. Oh my gosh, no, I know. Yeah, yeah like I mean, literally, I felt like so we were by a complete coincidence. Alice and I and Addison were eating dinner like three establishments down from blade gaming where you guys were yeah. at the tournament and so afterwards you came over and like just to say hi you yeah. know basically before you before you went home because we were sitting outside and like when you walked up i i like the, like in name of the wind i feel like they talk about like quoth like looking like three feet taller and stuff yeah. like that like, <laughs> like when he's got like 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 when he is quoth versus like when he's coat the innkeeper mm-hmm. i was like i was like jay has like fire on his shoulders right now <laughs> like he just won up like a prize match or something Ugh. like that you know like it was i mean it was it was it was definitely like very cool, very contagious, like level yeah. of like enthusiasm and excitement oh, good. as well. So you even lifted my spirits just by oh, being good. near you, and I was always prou- extremely proud of you. Oh, thank uh, you so for, much for, for for pulling it off. The other thing I gotta say, I thought this was like such a fun thing. I was like I was so like grateful for like the people in our lives. But um, f- on Friday evening, we were we were like like grabbing a beer with Big Steve, and it was just so funny to me that like when we were all like taking off at the parking lot, there was this moment of uh, Stephen being like, "I will see you in the morning for the run, and I will see you in the afternoon." for the tournament and yep. it was like how funny is it that like the three of us all have like such different ways to hang out but like all interconnected uh, right yeah it was, like, it was this pretty is, funny this is great this is great so yep. yeah very very exciting stuff incidentally though i gotta tell you is there a point in time because that dinner that i was at uh is there a point in time where you would abandon the meal oh yeah okay because we were on that line like alice and i i would say that like like we I feel like it was almost like something like where like in the in the beginning of our relationship, we're like, hey, we don't send food back. We don't send food back. Like shake on it. Like this is just going to be who we are. Like we're just not going to be those people, you know, and it's like and like we 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 like we will tip well always like regardless of good service, bad service, like those types of things. It's just like it, it's just like the, like a decision that we made. We just like stick to it. And and that's that. Uh, and so Alice and I are sitting there and we were finding ourselves in like in a situation where uh, I think what was actually happening so was Pokemon tournament on one corner in between that and the restaurant was a brewery that had like a live band playing uh, that was just like shoulder to shoulder. And I think they do like takeout meals from then immediately next door. The, uh, the, the eatery that I was at. Yeah. Beamers. And beamers. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, just sitting there and like, I think that what they were doing was just filling to go orders left, right and center for the concert. And so we, we, you know, we were sitting there and I mean, like, you know, 30 minutes goes by, 45 minutes goes by, an hour goes by, an hour and 15 minutes goes by. And like, you know, Addie, who I think I'm like, I'm so proud of, you know, I'm like, she's doing so great dealing with the fact that we've just been sitting here and she's had nothing like no sustenance or like anything like that. And, you know, where I'm I, like, it's like, it's, it's slowly getting worse, but in a way that's like just understandable. It's like past her bedtime. She hasn't had any food. She's been sitting in this high chair forever. And like Alice and I are just sitting there and we're like, man, like we might have to leave. Right. (laughs) And and so finally I go into the, I go into the restaurant and I'm just like, can we, can I just like pay, can I pay for my meal? And can you just bring it out to me like in a to go box? So that like, we just like when it's ready, like we don't have to like take it from a plate and like put it in a, like just from the, from the work, you know, or whatever. So we do that. And then it still takes like another 40 minutes after that. So at this point in time, I've already paid. So anyway, my, my real question was, was ultimately like after all was said and done, I was like, I, I, I was still like, man, I, I don't want to be this person, but I'm like, I feel like I need to call them and be like, can I contest this charge? Like, like you, you comped like the people at the table next to me and they were there for, for less time than me. Oh, did and, they? Yeah, they did. Oh. They did. And I was like, and I think it was because it had been, I had gone in so much sooner. So like it really hadn't even gotten as bad, but I had already paid. Right. And, and, and like left a tip and everything. Mm-hmm. And so it was like one of these things where it was like, it got a lot worse after it had been bad yeah um and so i don't know I don't, that's like one of those things where i'm like god i don't want to be this person <laughs> but it was like right but it was like it was it was that problematic so that, i unfortunately have to take it off my uh my recommended when you visit roanoke to mm. go list i know i know i feel bad it's a real bummer I feel bad i feel bad bummer. but you know it's just one nope. of those things yeah i've been in this situation before um i think i told the story a few uh months ago where we went to uh, mcadoo's and we got like the big brownie sundae with oh, the kids and yes, it was super yes, yes, fun yes. yep yeah and that was like mcadoo's like saving move we were given that had been like five years since i'd been there oh wow. because because of a similar situation right, right wherein right, yep. yeah it was like after church one day and we had like a group of people there 
And I think after, yeah, I think it was like 10 of us or something, but after over an hour, there was nothing but water on the table. And everyone was like, what is going on? Like, we are starving over here. Right, right, right. You know, like, you gotta gotta bring us something. And everyone just, like, up and left before, you know, uh, before we ever got any food. Right, 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 right. And I mean, I guess you could say, like, well, it was 10 people, so maybe it was, like, a lot to be working on or something. Certainly, yeah, Yeah. big, big party. Big party. So yeah, you you obviously only had like two people in your party. Yeah, yeah. Other than well, you and you know you and Alice and Addison. So I guess I guess three. But Addison probably wasn't having a huge meal. No, no, I no. no. Typically, yeah. in cases like that, we'll just like break off pieces of our food and like set her up like a plate. So, right. Exactly. Yeah. So I would say you stuck it out way longer than probably I would have. So okay. So what I'm hearing <clears> though is five years from now I will go back. And 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 we'll put that that redemption on the top of the table. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. All right, guys. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That. Um, yeah. That feels like that's a that's a very very long wait. It was. It yeah. was. Yeah. It was just one of those funny things where I felt I, it was even like to the point where like you would come by and seen us, and then actually the other thing was the concert that was going on at the brewery. Alice's sister was at the concert, and we were supposed to be like joining her, and she thought we had like like, you know just just ghosted her on the situation entirely. Right. so she's like she's like man they just like never sh- i saw them at the restaurant they just never showed up and we're like no we just never got our food right so anyway and then by the time that we would have showed up it was like now we're like a full like you know hour past daddy's bedtime it's like we, we, got, we just gotta go gotta to yeah, go gotta, 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 to go gotta go home. so we missed the concert entirely unfortunately well, i heard it was that, great that is a real bummer know, that is real, you'll be happy so uh, yeah i had um uh, post post leaving the the big win, we actually had people coming over to play games at our house later that night. Oh my god, was your brain just like mush, dude? No, I mean, like as you say, I was basically on fire. It's true, so, it's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah no, yeah, I was yeah. like, I was so high on it. I was like, this is aw-. it was. It's such like a good feeling because you know sometimes you'll be playing a bunch of games and maybe you'll be hitting a bunch of losses. And then like it's like reaffirming, like oh my gosh, actually no, I did win. That was cool. Like you know, no, I mean yeah. truly, and and I I even thought about uh, in 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 comparison to. Uh, back when I was in my rock climbing days yeah. where I felt like I was in pretty solid form, yeah. like all things considered. And there was a local rock climbing competition that we partook in, like basically at the peak of my ability. Yeah. And it was like, I didn't even come close to winning that. And this is a rock climbing competition in Roanoke, Virginia. It's not exactly like Boulder, right. Colorado or something right? Like, <laughs> where like, you know, the, the like creme de la creme of the, of, of people, you know, competitors and stuff are. And so I was like, I was like the, the feeling, the elation I would have had if I had won, that climbing comp i was like i mean you know it's like jay Witten won a competition you know? right like, yeah it's awesome yeah so anyway, very exciting yeah, actually yeah. at that exact rock climbing competition i did win something i know you as did well. yeah after, <laughs> <laughs> you got like the like the plaque they have like a like a climbing hold mounted to it that was yeah, like spray pretty gold. gold yeah it's, it's it's a pretty glorious like award yeah i know i was i was completely i think i think the entire it was very hard for me to enjoy that one because it was like I think they had like three classes, like advanced or like, you know, beginner, intermediate and advanced or something. Yeah. And I think the way it shook out, I was like, I won the intermediate one, but I don't think like I kept thinking there's no way that's possible because I like didn't sign up for that class or else like even if they just were like, no, you didn't qualify for this. So you'd be here. Like, I think Stephen was in that competition, too. I was like, I'm pretty sure he just would have beaten. I don't know. I always felt like. Like I didn't really deserve that one. Like you got was, like you got like graded up from from like one category to the next category. Yeah, something, something. like that. But yeah. then like I still should have lost. I don't know. I kept feel I kept feeling like I needed to bring it back. I'm like, can you check the scores? I don't think I deserve this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure someone else is but like like they care. You know? just, just take the dub. Just yeah, I know. I was like yeah, that, yeah. that was that that was like was like why am I arguing this? Like they said I won, I won, I won. What's the big deal? I know. Yeah. Yeah. Why am I being so weird about it? What is why is my self confidence so low? Right, right, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like they just announced it. I know it's, it's my speech competition for when yeah, I was I kid all over again. It's just like, it's like, are we sure about this? Like, sure. Can we triple check the, there's the, no way. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. So yeah. there was a, there was that, but yeah, so I went home, we were playing uh, more games and, um, our friends came over. This was the first time the, this particular couple had come over to play games, and uh, the the husband had this like backpack designed for carrying board games. It was this like what? massive cube thing, and I was like, "Oh man, this is this is so uh, what a what a cool device you have here." Uh, it seems like it would only be useful for this thing because it is just too big. <laughs> right. I mean, this this feels like it lends itself though to a situation where you'd have proper 
uh like like opposition like like, oh. a, like a good opponent i mean yeah i i mean we played a game i'd never heard of before called inis i-n-i-s okay Innis. it's like you're like you're trying to have you're like i guess you're trying to settle scotland or something and you're trying to control the most territory okay something sort of, i don't know um i did win but <laughs> did you really <laughs> i did yeah <laughs> oh my gosh did, does it infuriate other people no no i don't think so at all okay. i think i think um when we set out to start the game you know i think beth uh, towards the end of it was like feeling like it was longer than she expected. I think she was just sort of like, yeah, just end it. If you can win, win sort okay, of thing. Okay. So there was that. Um, did, did she say the phrase, Jonathan is really good at board games? Oh, for sure she did. Okay, because yeah. I feel I feel like I have heard her, like, it's, <laughs> it's almost like, I feel like I've heard Beth, like, warn people before. <laughs> like, it's like, it's like, we're all here to have fun. He's really good at this. That, <laughs> it's so funny. If you play board games with me and Beth, it's very funny the dynamic we have going because like Beth obviously ends up playing with me the most. So she often will be she will either like be setting herself up to win, but if she knows she can't, she'll just set all of her focus on just making sure I don't. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> you know, so where she, she's working against you. She will work against me sometimes, just yeah. I think for I don't know, maybe it's just more fun, or I, maybe she wants the other people to have a better time or something. I don't know. Right, but right, right, on right. the flip end, if I meet the same situation where I recognize that like oh, winning is out of my hands, I will do the exact opposite and try and make sure that she wins. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. That is so amazing. Yeah. Yeah. What a proper partnership. I know, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, if it's not me, one of us should win. Right, 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 right. Yeah. No, I feel like I feel like that's like the equivalent though, like what Beth's doing is like the equivalent of like self-deprecating humor to like help like sort of like lighten a situation or whatever. It's almost like it's like yeah, I'm going to pick like a rival who knows that like I love them so that yeah. like it's kind of like I'm working against them because he also knows at the end of the day that like that we're married and, like, right yeah, yeah. that everything's going to be fine so there's no yeah, stakes yeah. at all but, yeah. like you couldn't do that's like one of your guests at your house but like, all right it's on oh man we had people over to play Mario Party a couple of weeks ago which if you've never played Mario Party it's cutthroat I was going to say mean, uh, like uh, inviting people dangerous. over to, to play Mario Party is like hey we've had a great run as friends right like why don't we go ahead mm -hmm. and like walk our separate ways after yeah. this and this is how we'll do it yeah 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 there's uh there's always the character boo in mario Kart in mario party which can infamously steal stars yeah which yeah. when you're playing against the computer is such a fantastic feeling when you're just like ha 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 i took that from you right but right, when right. you're playing against other real people and they have like worked really hard to buy those stars and then you take it from them, <laughs> it it feels uh even better does no it, yeah. <laughs> it does, feels so bad does it only cost 20 coins to steal a star no it costs 50 so okay, you do 50. have to okay, you okay. do have 50, to do some finagling to do it. You got to be doing something. Yeah, right. for yeah. sure. But I remember um, going in there and uh, I, I like I could. There was a girl who the our friend's wife who was playing with us um, was in second place. So I should have stolen from her. But instead, I stole it from Beth because I didn't want to upset our friends. And then sure enough, in the end, I, I lost by one star to the to to um our friend meredith who i should have stolen from earlier in the game so it did bite me in the end oh no i uh, know uh, have you been losing sleep over this no i have not <laughs> okay. i was like it's okay it's fine <laughs> right <laughs> it's like i can't stand it what was i thinking what was a I moment doing? of week it will Ugh, not happen again never it will again. Not happen again you've had your moment man this, this is the origin story <laughs> of, yeah. the, the rivalry right right yeah. now it's just no. on for the rest of forever well that's amazing that's amazing yeah. okay okay so well, yeah i had a great game I, I a great day of playing games on Apparently, Saturday. Yeah. yeah. Well, congratulations yeah, on thank that you. front. All right. Um, you want to do a quick transition? Sure. Popcorn Culture is sponsored by June's Journey. Okay, so y'all know how we love a good Easter egg in a movie. It's like the creators are just winking at you from the screen, being like, hey, if you know, you know. Well, despite these, I often feel like my eyes are on just maximum alert, scanning every little nook and cranny of every scene. But I've got to tell you that June's Journey takes this concept to a whole new level. With a murder mystery backstory, you enter room after room and are tasked with quickly locating specific objects to progress through the story. And let me tell you what, I assumed I'd be good at this, but I must have played the estate parlor room like 10 times trying to clear it faster. Then there's this whole like customization aspect where you can build out your island as you earn points. It starts as like a beautiful estate, then you can add gardens, fountains, walking paths, and so much more. So find out who murdered June's sister and get lost in the roaring 20s and discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. 
Popcorn Culture is sponsored by Marvel Strike Force. Okay, so are you guys like me? Like where you watch the Avengers, you're like, wow, Nick Fury has no idea how to assemble a team. I would make so many changes. Well, with Marvel Strike Force, you can do just that. Because this game is all about engaging in epic battles, strategically assembling your team of heroes and villains to stop the evil Ultimus. But it is really not just about the battles. I mean, Marvel Strike Force offers an immersive storyline, stunning graphics, and a vast roster of characters to collect and upgrade from Spider-Man to Captain America, Doctor Strange, Doctor Doom to Black Panther. The entire Marvel Universe is yours to explore. So seriously, it doesn't even matter if you're a hardcore Marvel fan or not, or whether you're just looking for like an action-packed RPG experience. Download Marvel Strike Force now on the App Store or Google Play Store and join millions of players worldwide and unleash the power of the Marvel Universe on your mobile device. Plus, this is kind of the cool thing and maybe why you want to do it like right now is because the Deadpool anniversary event is going on right now. So there's like weekly events and bonuses. And if you complete each event, you receive special awards and skins and all that fun, cool cosmetic upgrade stuff. And and we have a unique promo code for every new user. So please follow the link in our description. That's how they know you came from us and use the promo code MAXPOOL. And once again, thank you so much to Marvel Strike Force for sponsoring this episode. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Okay, Jay, here is a question for you. This is something that I feel like I struggle with all the time and always. And last week on The Pop, we talked about the uh, region beta paradox, which yes. is the uh, the assertion that in certain instances, uh, having something be a like significantly like uh, more challenging or like a cer- like a circumstance that is worse is almost in some time like it's almost sometimes better because it leads to corrective action faster right whereas if something is only like a mild problem then you might just like live with it indefinitely indefinitely. yeah yeah yeah. and uh you know so like we we talked a little bit about like a dripping faucet for for instance might be like you know like a minus one because it's sort of like well it's like a little bit annoying but like it's not really like doing anything but like your pipe bursting and water like just you know blasting into like right you're gonna you're gonna deal with that all over the place. All over the place. Like like right now, <laughs> like, immediately. Like right now, immediately, and then you'll fix the sink, and then it won't be dripping either. <laughs> right, right, right. Okay, so <clears throat> the 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 thing that I personally struggle with uh, is like is coming to the conclusion or or having like enough confidence inside of like a like a discussion or an argument that like that I'm right that I don't end up getting like steamrolled basically okay so like like i think most of the time if i am met with a a voice of strong opposition then there is a greater a greater likelihood that that i will just like assume inside of this instance the other person is correct Mm -hmm. and so it's it sort of started to make me wonder like when it when it comes to like two people who might be arguing over like a given topic there there's sort of this thought of like both people believe that they are correct and and probably on some level it's not like meritless like you might be having like a situation where one person is like 47 percent correct while the other person is 53 percent correct and it's kind of like that's where i think it's like that region beta paradox where Mm -hmm. it's like it's like like it, if you like, were like really really incorrect it would be it would not, be we, yeah it would be so easy to disprove you yes yeah yes. exactly but because and, you're like almost correct right right and mm. so this this like like uh, like an example might be like hey what's the fastest way to get from here to like the the movie theater at towers or whatever and like you might say like 581 and i might say jefferson or something and like those are those are two different pathways both of which would technically get you to the end destination and it's almost like it's like well technically 581 is one minute faster so it is the better way to get there uh and it's like but both both ways are correct in that they will get you there mm-hmm. does, does that sort of make sense like it's yeah like only one is only like mildly more correct 
than the other, mm-hmm. I, I suppose. And um, so when it comes down to it, like I think my curiosity is like when it comes to to specific arguments that are sort of like sized like this is almost like are there instances where the person who is technically more in the wrong also the person who is better at arguing or else just less willing to stand down oh for i mean for sure that sort of thing happens right yeah i mean i guess it depends on the sort of topic you're discussing too like if it's just some sort of like you know ambiguous thing that you just both have opinions on then you know whether or not you're right comes down to like what your beliefs are of course kind of thing you're right, right, right. yeah yes. but like i guess if in the in the case of I, I don't know, like we're trying to get to certain places or something. Right, yeah. right, right. Well, so what I think is interesting about it is Alice and I do watch a, a fair bit of just sort of like garbage TV. Yeah. I, I think that like this this is sort of like a, like a uh, the, the definition of like a guilty pleasure for me. I think at the end of the day, my brain will never stop spinning. So sometimes I have to like watch something that's just sort of like mindless so yeah. that so that it will absolutely you know so yeah. it's like i'm like almost like watching something on purpose because it's the closest thing to like meditation i feel like i can even get yeah actually literally last night beth and i were watching the um live reunion finale of the most recent season of love is blind okay which um was you know as as you know spilling some tea all over the place oh Super naturally fun. yeah of course it was actually netflix, they were trying to live stream the reunion show which was hilarious because netflix had some like streaming problems and it got delayed by like an hour and they just had that like we're fixing it screen up for, like the whole time which oh, was no. like oh no netflix Ugh. um but anyway uh in the midst of the reunion show the hosts um nick and vanessa lachey are like you know grilling all the people and putting people in the hot seat and stuff like that of course yeah and very much and it, like if you're reading the tweets it looks like a lot of people thought they were being extremely biased and like whatever interaction they were having like mm, but to be fair you did do this right mm. and like they were sort of like they would like really try and grill people for stuff that they perceived to be like problematic on the show sure or whatever but it seemed like a lot of times the audience felt like they were letting certain people off the hook and like over grilling other people okay. and stuff like that. And so like they'd be talking to someone and they'd give a perfectly valid explanation. And then like the host would come back and be like, yeah, but actually didn't you do all these things? And it, w- it sort of was reminding me like this where it's like, like um, they, they would bring, they would just have like this like louder, more authoritative I'm the host voice come in and be like, just sort of like undercut their argument when it seemed like what they were saying was pretty reasonable on the other hand. Yes. Yeah. The, no. And I think that's a, that's a great thing that you brought up. Cause I, I actually had this discussion a little bit with Alice uh, over the weekend. Cause I just also thought it was interesting. Um, but I, I do think that that those situations where there's like a hierarchy involved, yeah, it, it especially even tilts the scale where it's like, like, let's say like I, I said, like 47, 53 percent, like, you know, it's like like when it really comes down to it, you're starting to like really like like kind of like razor thin margins on on who has like a little bit more of like a foothold than the other. Yeah. Um, however, in instances where there is like a hierarchy involved, like like a like a. Um, like a manager versus like an employee or something uh, like that might be an instance where like the employee could be like 70% correct and the manager could be 30% correct. But it's like, because there's this like positional hierarchy, it's like the manager's going to win the, this particular, yeah, that's ex- the direction they're going to go in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. And so I, I do think that's an interesting thing to bring up is that as the host of the show, it's like you inherently do have like a little bit more weight and like the audience in general might be like a little bit more willing to like, you know, kind of like hang on to the host's perspective versus the participants perspective. Sure. Sure. Even, even if like in the outside world, this is not a host in a participant in a show and they're just people. Yeah. You know, like, like just a, just a third party who's come in to like, to, to, to you know be an arbiter between two two other people yeah does that make sense did, yeah. did i follow correctly yeah okay um so but i mean this is this is why i think it's it's such a big one because like whenever you're watching this type of like uh like dating reality type shows and stuff like that is that you as the viewer are frequently uh like more omniscient like you're all knowing in a way that the people themselves are not always right. And I almost feel like this is like one of like the secret keys to like reality TV success is like being the person who knows everything that was said on both sides of the equation. It's like, it's so interesting how often something might come across as an excuse, but like you saw what they're making reference to and you're like, no, it like I, I did all of 
I did all of the right things. Right. Um, so one of the things that they do on Love Island as they get further in the show is they'll have like, um, like, you know, have you seen like celebrities read mean tweets or whatever? Like, yeah. you know, and they have to like read like a mean tweet about themselves. Well, so sometimes, uh, like you'll get to like the third to last episode or something and they'll do this thing where it's like, all right, we're going to have like the social media roundup. And it's like, you know, so-and-so is totally fake and this person's totally being conned. And Love Island does have like a small cash prize at the end of the equation. So there, there is always a small element of gameplay, gameplay, like that could be considered. Although nobody throughout the entire season ever reference references it yeah no one ever says they're going for the money no one ever says they're going for the money nobody is ever like like you know like every once in a while there'll be like the like you know oh they're not here for the right reasons or something like that but like for the most what, part what is the cash prize i want to say it's fifty thousand okay. dollars and the winning couple <clears throat> both gets an envelope and then one of the envelopes has nothing and then the other envelope has the money and then the oh, person who, who has it can like <clears throat> then decide like whether or not they're going to share it with their like co-winner oh i see um, wow and i've never seen somebody not share it so spoilers in case gotcha. you're like, i wonder if that ever happens okay that's um, so interesting i mean that's obviously a pretty sizable amount of money but it's not maybe like a million dollars or something right right, right. Yeah. yes yes it, it is it is like definitely year changing money um probably less likely to be like well i'm quitting my job now and i can just live off this forever um i don't know that that would get you extremely far right um, sure it's enough to be like it could affect your decisions it, yes, it yeah. is enough to where it could affect your decisions, especially the further into it you get. It, it It's like one of those things where it's like, you know, like I've only realistically dated this person for like a few weeks at this point in time. Right. You know, well, this like, even this you were saying like what oh, this person's here for the wrong reasons, which typically on a dating show means you're here for reasons other than love. But if there is a cash prize then like someone's perspective might be that like to not be trying to win the money is the wrong reason she right you know, yes right like what yeah. do you mean i'm here for the wrong reasons you're here to fall in love i'm trying to win money you know? <laughs> right right yeah yeah well, you, you successfully fall in love i will win the money right and then hey maybe also <laughs> also right. fall in love along the way how right. great would that be right it's a twofer yeah. the correct reasons are to win money and fall in love we're not either oaring this yeah. right 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 yeah <laughs> um but so very frequently though what happens is um like somewhere in the middle of the show there's this thing called casa amor where uh they literally have like like either the girls or the guys uh, stay in the existing house while the other ones go to a new house altogether. And then there's like a brand new batch of girls and guys that then go to those respective houses. And then they have no contact with each other for like three full days. Oh, this is okay. Something just clicked into place for me. They did this exact move on Bachelor in Paradise last season. Oh, no way. Yeah, they're okay. like, all right, get up, ladies. You're going to the hotel. And in the meantime, all the guys are going to get new girls on the beach. And it was just like, well cool but then of course they didn't tell the guys or the girls that at the hotel new guys were new also guys. coming yeah, in yeah okay, I guess, yeah gotcha. so there was also this big anyway sorry no no it totally makes sense um yeah but so very frequently the point i'm trying to get to is and, and, and there's i feel like we're talking about like a very like 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 um like low version like a very low bar for the context for this but i do think like that the underlying principles are are not as as like reality tv you know kind of garbage tv type stuff um but so frequently you as the viewer has actually seen more about parts of these people's journeys than like their partner inside of the show yeah and so sometimes what happens is like you'll have like a couple who's doing like absolutely amazing like you know like they're they're doing great they've pretty much been together the whole time like casa more went fine like nobody was tempted like and they got back they both got back together all as well and at some point in time they will they, like, it, it seems like they almost even like target those people on purpose but like, right they'll end up reading a tweet where someone somewhere in the world said like you know Oh, this Michael was being so fake when about blah, blah, blah. And then like it plants a seed because it's all happening in real time. Love Island. So like, you know, they're recording like three days prior and then you see it like that night. So like um, for for the girl who just heard that Michael was being fake, she's like, what is the audience seeing? What did yeah. they see? Yeah, like that what, I didn't. And and it's like not only did he not tell me, but no, none of the other guys who came back from Casamore told me either. And right. now I feel like everyone is lying to me, and I look like a fool. Right. And it's like one of those things where it's like it's like no, we like it's like, and and you'll see them get mad at each other, obviously, because you know, like at this point in time, you're right. you're very late in the game. Uh, obviously, well established couple usually. Um, but like we, the audience, know 
he was fine. He didn't do anything. Right. This was one person who tweeted it, who planted a seed of doubt in your mind. And so it's like in this particular case, like I would say this guy is like 80% correct, but you're more mad, you know, or, or whatever. And it, and it happens every which direction and way, right. and like, you know, every configuration. Um, but it, it can be interesting to like watch it because then you are watching somebody defend themselves with cliche defenses. And it's like, it's like, I, I can see how bad this looks yeah. like like I know that like it must have not felt good for someone out there on the interweb to have said that I am super fake yeah and and whatever but it's like but I haven't been fake right you know but it's like <laughs> but like, what if you're being fake right now right yeah. so now that's the thing so we're watching a reality TV show where there's cameras everywhere and you you are you the viewer are omniscient so yeah. you know everything right. and you might be like oh my god she's completely overreacting right now but it's like Take away all the cameras, take away all the circumstance, take away all the, the the knowing. And now you just have two people sitting in a room with each other. And that is how normal arguments actually exist. Mm-hmm. And for there to be someone who is omniscient, that person might be able to come in and be like, no, I watched everything. He was fine. You know, or like or like vouch. Yeah. But that doesn't happen in real arguments. Right. You know, and so I just think that's like sort of an interesting piece where it's like every time we go into an argument, it's like like you you could be less like less correct but better at arguing and and have this particular outcome but then there's nobody to like checks and balance it there's nobody there to like verify mm-hmm. anything right there's not the footage to to back up your your story right necessarily this i feel like now it sounds like i'm trying to defend something yeah. <laughs> so nothing happened i promise everything's fine um but uh no i just i i just think it's interesting to like apply that type of that type of like perspective you have as the viewer of a reality show to real life circumstances and sort of like how those th- those particular things shake out right yeah yeah like so it's like you watching know it's unjust for um one side to be freaking out because like the tweet is just wrong right right yeah yes but like as far as they know that but they don't know that right right so i don't know it sounds to me like a situation where it's a matter of like just just um it just it's just trust really it's like the more open and like communicative you were with the other person the entire time the more um, you should just be able to like brush that off, I suppose. Sure. Yeah, sure. I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'll, I'll just it's go easier to say than do. I'm it, sure it is easier to say than do. So, so I'll give you my example. So, um, like one of the things like, uh, that, that Allie and I run into is like, we, we both have, uh, multiple businesses each. Yeah. And so a lot of times that can mean that we're just both very, very busy all the time. And it also means that like, because Allie works on Saturdays and, uh, I work on Mondays, those are respectively the, the days that the other person has, has off right. of work. And then they're just like at home. Yeah. Just t- alone. T- tending yeah. to like, like home type duties. And so, um, Sometimes what will happen, especially for like, you know, Allie on Saturday working retail means that like it's her busiest day of the week, can be the most stressful day of the week. And a lot of times like she can come home and like walk into, you know, like whatever and just be like, like pre, like she, she might just be like frazzled from her day. And so if she comes home and she's like, oh my gosh, like why, why is there like, you know, this, this thing sitting out on the table or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, but like from my perspective, I'm like, man, I, like I tried so hard all day to like, you know, I was like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to make sure to like make sure to vacuum and like wash the sheets and, and do laundry and full yeah. towels. And like I mowed the lawn and you know, like I, I, I prepped, you know, breakfast for tomorrow morning. So like that won't be stressful. And like the coffee's already set. And, like, you know, like if you had followed my whole day, you would have seen just instance after instance, oh, yeah. like where it's like clearly like what I was trying to do was to try to like, like set up a hospital and hospitable environment for Allie to, come home to right you know for all intents and purposes and what she might have come into is seeing the remnants of my frantic day of trying to be prepared right like the three things you didn't get to were the only things that are noticed right right there's there's like there's a dirty plate in the sink or something like that and it's like well the dirty plate was from like the the food i was prepping for the the thing so we would have that for the thing you know or whatever um but like it's not always obvious in that in that moment of of like emotion uh like what all else happened right and and so anyway that would be like a very like baseline very simple very down-to-earth example of of what this might look like but if you the viewer if you if you were watching the 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 ben carlin show or whatever right you would have watched my whole day right and what i didn't see from like her whole day was like you know oh this person called me like at four fifty seven 
mm-hmm. the end of the day and was just super rude or something. So like that's that's part of like what contributed to like her coming home feeling stressed or overwhelmed. Right. So anyway, I mean, this is um I, I just think if you take these small examples and then apply them to the world of arguments where, where people are going back and forth with one another, it's like it, it it's like important to try to keep in mind that somebody lived an entire existence during the moments that you might be discussing. Mm-hmm. And there's just no way to know all of those details. Yeah, that's true. So I guess bringing it back to how do you know you're right, um, which was your initial question. I don't feel like in any of these situations, like like right is like a these are all like subjective situations. They whereas are, yeah. like um, you know whether or not you know you're right about like a factual information, that's just googling it, and then you just know. Oh, but yes, like of in course. these situations, I, for what it's worth, I did cover that base right, on my own. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. So like if in this situation, I don't think it's even. I think right is just the wrong word. Sure. Like it's not that like you're correct. Like if Alice comes home and she's like you know, wrong or feels like, you know, she's right to be mad at you because there's a dish in the sink. Whereas you feel like she's wrong to be like, you're right to be upset that she's mad that there's a dish in the sink because you did so much else. It's like, those are like, it's like valid for you both to feel that way. But neither one of you is really like, right. It's like, right is the wrong word. I think you're looking for here. No. And that, and that's fair. And, And I feel like that's probably the basis for, most arguments. So that's like I would say, like, you know, if it's a factual situation, like it's not really an argument. It's just the information is just right or wrong. And 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 you're right. Like that's that's where it's just like like you can you can confirm right the actual answer. Yeah. But I would say that the basis of most arguments do not reside within those walls. Sure. Where where it is as it is as obvious. Like the, I would say arguments are more subjective in general anyway. Yeah. And so this would be like a situation where it's like, it's like, usually if I can hear people make counterpoints that are, that are in fact valid factual points, it, it's like, how do you, how do you score it against like the reason that you got to this instance in the first place? I think, I think you just can't think about it ever like scoring. Okay. Though, like, I don't think you can think about it in terms of like winning and losing an argument or something it like in in a situation like this because it's it comes down to like that like the my old or the um the notion of, i mean literally score keeping yeah, yeah, yeah of which is just like you know oh if you're you know trying to keep track of everything you did versus what they did and like oh i did like i mean this is I'm this this actually the more i'm thinking about it and like breaking it down my example for scorekeeping is usually almost what you just described <laughs> right right, right. <laughs> where it's like, just like we're like we're in your mind like i did the dishes today and i picked up all the laundry and i vacuumed the downstairs and i put away all the clothes and so i have done so much for us today and now you came home and you're not even you know gonna like start or I, I don't know right, whatever right. it is like and in your mind it's like you're you've you've done all these things and the other person has done nothing and it's like if you're doing scorekeeping it's like a matter then it's then it's thinking of the relationship in terms of like winning and losing which is uh, as i always say never a good thing because then someone is a winner and someone is a loser and no one uh, wants to be sleeping next to a loser oh. so it's just like um a bad it's just it's like not a good it's not like the right way this is yeah here, here's me being right about something that's not the right way to think about uh your relationship oh, right, right <laughs> i right. think it's like and you want to you just have to have faith that the other person is doing as much for like is doing everything they can and and part of that is believing that they believe the same about you, and that's the hard. That's the hard part. Yeah, no, of course, of For course. Sure. And and I, I may I may have like accidentally sidelined my entire question by making it a, like a like giving my example of something between Alice and I because then it did seem more like interpersonal romantic relationship versus sure. just like speaking to arguments as like a concept in general between yeah. like me and like you know someone who I just passed on the street or something. Well, yeah, I so I mean I think the probably I think you can extrapolate out though and probably just uh, apply that same situation like it's graded by like scorekeeping is just a bad thing you should do in relationships um in general or like romantic relationships specifically but i think you can just you know um zoom out a little bit and it's probably a good way to approach most arguments you have anyway it's not like i mean if your goal is like you know win every argument then you're probably just going to be upset all the time or be upsetting people all the time because uh it's not like most most things like uh, if the, if it's not like a factual thing, it is just subjective. So there's not going to be a clear 
winner or loser or something. Okay, yeah, and, and, and so the the question that that I would that I would like pose at you is is largely not that I'm trying to win every argument; it is that I feel like I lose every argument. Oh, I see. Uh, which, well, see, this is the same. It's just you've just framed it like I, I don't know then if it, does you feel like everyone else you're talking to was trying to win an argument May, maybe or like or maybe it's just the case that like everybody <clears throat> is so much more steadfast in their position than i am i think mm-hmm. and so very frequently i think that i'm just willing to be like oh okay well if you feel that strongly about it then like then then like then i then i don't feel that strongly about it and right so we'll just is there do you would you be willing to share an example of an argument you've recently quote unquote lost or no no okay totally fine i would also say in these situations that like if it's if that like it's also just like if if you don't care enough to have such a steadfast opinion then it's like then you just don't care enough to even have cared that you lost quote unquote sure you know it's like oh if you want to be like oh oh i've clearly stepped into an arena that you care passionately about and i just sort of had like a passing glance with so whatever okay gotcha, yeah gotcha. okay okay fair enough fair enough so and, and maybe that maybe that's a piece of it too is that it's like maybe maybe it's like uh, it's like that marker where it's like like probably what it comes down to it's like you everybody else is maybe just a tad bit more invested than i am in any of these particular instances and therefore right. it's like it's it's not even really like maybe, maybe that's just the answer to it so it's just like you care more than i do and i care more about you caring than i do about trying to like triumph right in sure this conversation yeah okay okay I so that sounds good transition okay. transition okay jay and much more fun and exciting news. yeah i feel like you you have a you have a good note in here i was very curious from the moment that we went to go see it uh how lukester would do but you took him to see the super mario movie oh yeah we did how'd it go it went i think it went really really well the plan was to bring the whole family to go see the movie okay um but as the as the day was shaking out it was becoming more and more evident that um nick and nate were very very tired and beth ended up having an ear infection yesterday so um, they went home for a nap, Beth included, and me and Luke just decided to go see the movie. Um, uh, and Beth had been communicating with um, another one of Luke's classmates' parents, and so they had brought um, their son along as well. Amazing. So that was super fun. Um, and it was so funny watching Luke kind of like like psych himself up for it. Like he'd be like really excited that we were going to the movies. Like, Oh, it's just me and daddy. It's going to be really cool. But then he'd sort of like, like worried that like, Oh, what if like, you know, Bowser's too scary or something. And like, I don't oh, want, I don't sure, want to sure. go. That's, that's not going to be fun. But then I'd be like, no, but your friend's coming. He'd be really excited about that. But then he'd be like, I don't know, worried that it was going to like take too long or something. We're like, but we're going to get some candy. He'd be like excited about that. So it was like this like roller coaster of up and downs about like whether or not he was excited about going to the movie, which is so weird for me because it's like i i'm just excited like i i know it will be fun <laughs> right right, right right yes yes yeah yes, of course um and so what i mean i know that he has been like he's been sort of into uh like watching you play mario party and yep. has uh also been very like excited about the idea of ever attending or going to visit uh like the super mario world oh yeah absolutely yeah he's been, he's been watching videos about that so this one it felt like um like when i remember when we went to go see like sonic there were some things in there that maybe were like a little scarier or something okay. for him or like he was unfamiliar with you know like the human characters and stuff sure, sure as well sure. but like he he knows about all the mario characters and um you know he's played some like of yoshi's um crafted world or something so he like he's he's even you know he's controlled the characters knew them all going in so i felt like we're pretty safe you're not gonna like see bowser for the first time and be like oh my god scary dragon turtle you know <laughs> yeah, yeah so you know sometimes i literally forget about the fact that bowser is a turtle yeah like right. that's like, it's just like it doesn't always like you know like i think that there was like a comment about it at some point in time like like where mario says like you can go get like like a turtle as a pet yeah you know and i think peach is like what that's like, like that can't be a thing no way you know and it's like like why would you do that and i'm like oh yeah he's a turtle yeah huh all right but uh so yeah we got to the movies we got some gummy bears we got our popcorn we walk in and i it was like the moment he saw his like friend there at the theater he was just like 
so happy. Like it was like it was fun to watch because I don't get to see Luke like play with his friends very often. Like right, yeah. You know, Beth picks him up from preschool and stuff, and a lot of times I go to the playground afterward, and she can like watch him interact. So I see him play with Nick and Nate a lot, but I don't get to see him interact with like his friends at school very much. But he was just so excited to like just be at the movies with his buddy. They were sitting next to each other, and you know, just the, even just the previews coming on, he was just cracking up at stuff and be like, "Isn't that weird? Isn't that you know?" Just uh, they were both just I don't know hamming it up over there that's so and funny. i will say luke kind of like maybe doesn't know movie etiquette so much so he was just sort of talking out loud i would say through most of the movie about whatever was on screen which oh was hilarious gosh. not like disrupting other people in the theater because we i want the i want the luke cut I oh i know luke yeah cut. what's yeah. the luke cut but yeah. he just you know um even uh some of like the this like i don't know quote unquote scarier uh, scenes that would pop up like when uh luigi's like fighting the um the little skeleton koopa guys yeah yeah, um, yeah. the dry bones sorry <laughs> wow forgot the word <laughs> that's so unlike you yeah i know like the shy guys and stuff like it's a little bit like creepier vibes in there and he'd be like oh that was scary and then he'd like laugh about it and so like he was like having fun being a little brave in the movie theater as that's well so interesting okay yeah. that's fascinating yeah and so uh this is our third movie that we've been through um, in the Paw Patrol movie, like it was, he had this, like, he ultimately enjoyed it and had fun, but like we went in and he was like, for some reason, uh, for a very long time, like did not want to watch Paw Patrol. Yeah, he liked like, the, toys, the show. He liked, the... liked the toys, but not the show. And so as soon as he saw that it was a movie, he was like, no, I don't want to be here. And then, you know, once he got going, it was like, oh no, this was fun. Um, and then when we went to the um, Sonic movie. He, yeah, he like twice just was like wanted to get up and go to the bathroom and, you know, was like a little nervous about the stuff on screen. But like this time, the whole movie, he was just engaged and had fun the whole time. And that it was, I don't know, it was really, it was, it was uh, quite a joy going with him this time because i think he just had a blast the whole time he knew all the characters were he could like follow the story and yeah i thought it was a very very good experience all around that's awesome that's all yeah. so you got to see mario for the second time i got to see mario for the second time better works yep. the same i would say i would say um maybe a little bit better the second time around okay yeah okay. like i wasn't like so caught up on like oh is there going to be a twist or anything i just knew everything that was going to happen and it was just like um all the things i really liked the first time which was like all the musical stuff and like the easter eggs were like just as effective the second time around oh like cool, the cool, music cool. is just so good like every time they, they have so many like reveal shots where they'll like play the music from the games and you're like ah, it's so, like it really hits the nostalgia hard that's awesome yeah that's awesome that's so yep. cool well and so the other thing you touched on there that i think is really 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 interesting and i feel like it varies so much from person to person i always think this is like the uh like you know some people taste cilantro and it tastes like soap and then uh -huh. everybody else it just tastes like an herb um the, i i think that this is this is like my my like my my cilantro theory if you will when it comes to horror or anything that scares you especially yeah. in like media is that i think that there is like such a roller coaster sense of thrill for people for some people when it comes to horror because it was like oh that was scary but like also i am completely safe and so now i just, i got to have all of the fun of being scared without yeah. any of the actual danger yeah whereas whereas i feel like i am the exact opposite like if something scares me then it's like it is baked into my mind and every single night for the next three years all i will think about when the lights go off at night is like it's happening it's, it's happening this is the moment mm -hmm. it's coming for me um and i can i can just like it's like it's just like now now i've just been given a new very well created method to imagine my worst nightmare yeah it's like now i've just seen it now now i can just, now, i never would have gotten there i never would have pictured it on my own but now i can yeah because now i've seen it uh and i can't i can't ever shake it so <laughs> i see it i feel like i feel like this could be a really good thing for lukester just yeah. just given that like maybe there's this possibility that he will he will be one of those who like see something scary and it's like kind of thrilling instead of like right you know yeah maybe maybe yeah yeah because I, I mean well we went to like uh we were at disney world earlier this year and that's how a lot of the rides are they're like you know there's always like the fun happy part and then you'll get to the part with like the villain and it'll be villain. like a little bit scary for like 10 seconds yeah and then, i mean say scary it's like very light scary but i guess if you're five maybe it's a lot worse true true true, true. yeah, yeah. Uh, but he made it through all those but then we did like thunder mountain and that was like too scary so i got you, you know you gotta like you gotta like level up so hopefully he's you know hopefully we're gonna try roller coasters again because like i don't know if you if you've been to a regal cinema there's always this like roller coaster thing where they're like going through all the snacks and stuff before yeah. the movie starts 
he thought that was so fun. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. it's, uh, usually that's the part where I'm like, oh my gosh, they're I just know, really trying to get me with the popcorn sounds. The and movie. The, the, the thing that always drives me crazy is like the slurp noise that like straws make. Like in all movie theater, it's like it's like they know that like what will make you thirsty is not not somebody just drinking from a cup, but like almost like like having the slurping noise yeah. that indicates that, like the cup is just about empty right and all you're getting is like the dregs at the bottom and it's like it's like i hate that they do that because it's always like it's like they're sitting down for the movie and it's like and it's yeah. like it's like no 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 one just finished sat the down, drink you just walked from the lobby it's mm-hmm. been like 25 steps you have plenty of drink left what yeah. were you doing in that hallway and now I you're know. gonna have to go to the bathroom, what, the bathroom. oh man the worst um but no so I'm, I'm glad to hear that because i know as a kid i the thing that was underneath my bed as a kid was beavis and butthead mm, sure, like yeah. and to Makes this sense. day still kind of creep me out they are creepy looking. like but like i it's like you know this is like one of those things where I, I feel like it would be like if like stewie from family guy or something was like the thing that like scared you oh yeah if you just thought stewie was creepy yeah it yeah. is just sort of like it, it, which maybe maybe that does happen for people but like yeah like when when i i was i don't know i feel like somebody said like they just rebooted beavis and butthead or something i was they like did, no yeah why would they do that this like is, yeah that totally makes sense to me because i feel like even as a kid like you'd see them and it just feels like like just the way those two characters are drawn like it feels like something's inappropriate about them yeah and yeah. then it's like i've just never understood like i've i just this is a completely unfair thing because i've never watched the show at all we were just definitely it's definitely intended for a more mature audience when we were kids yeah but it's like one of those things like because it was a cartoon like maybe some kids did watch it because their parents were like oh yeah it's a cartoon whatever right 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 yeah um, but I have never understood the appeal at all of that show. And I was I was shocked to see they were bringing it back because it felt like, oh, yeah, this was like a weird fever dream from a long time ago. And it was inappropriate then. And we're just going to some people liked it, but that's it. Yeah. Yep. Nope. Guess not. It's back. That, that's what I always go back to, though, because you said, yeah, like a fever dream type of thing. I feel like. I feel like we were at our, our babysitters uh, growing up and it was like our next door neighbor in our childhood home. And I think that like, like the girl who maybe would go on to be our like babysitter, like Mm -hmm. when mom and dad would like go to like the, you know, like to dinner or the movies or something. I feel like she was there with us. Uh, but not as our babysitter or something. And she was watching it on the TV. And I'm pretty sure that day I had a fever. And so like the oh, thing man. I always remember is like seeing it, being terrified of these characters and putting my blanket over my head. And I was sitting in the middle of this like, you know, like, like den living room, yeah. just being like, like, like just so scared. Yeah. You know, I was like, I just want it to end, but I don't have any ability to make anybody turn it away mm, this is a great example of the thing you're talking about Laura. who was right in this situation because you're right this is our um our neighbor uh would watch us and then her granddaughter uh would come over like after um I don't know, high school or middle school or Maybe whatever, because what she was, was significantly yeah. older. And she would like also sometimes babysit for us. But like, you know, we'd have been dropped off in the morning when our mom went to work or something. Right. And so we'd have been there since like, you know, 839 and we'd be there, you know, until four or five or whenever mom got off work. Right. And so granddaughter, though, shows up um, for the intervening hours between the end of school and when her mom would pick her up. Right. From her grandmother's house. And so... Uh, what her grandma did was watch kids, so we would always be there, and we'd have been there all day. Like, we control this TV. Hello, this is our thing. It's the only thing to do here. But right. also, you're related to the woman who lives here and are older than us, so it's definitely like, no, whatever I say goes. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, right. it's no. like, no, excuse me, we've been here all day. And it's like, yeah, you've watched all day, now it's my turn. It's like, mm, no, I don't want to watch your stuff. This is a terrific example. So I couldn't think, I couldn't think of anything that was like, like you know, safe to share here on the here on the pop or anything like that. But I do think it's a great example because it was an instant where it's like this is something that is making me so uncomfortable in this situation like not only right now as i'm sitting here in this living room but like i will lose nights of sleep over the course of like the next couple of years as this fear of these two characters that i'm being exposed to like like uh, like infiltrate my brain effectively and it's an instance where it's like like in that moment it was like there's nothing i can do here like i can't speak up or get them to change anything because because like i i asked like hey can we can we change the channel and it's like no we can't and it's like (sighs) okay 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 yeah and and so i think sometimes that's how i feel in life is like it's like can i can i change this thing and it's like no because if you change it it will impact others and it's like 
but I want to change it. And it's like, yeah, but it will impact others. And it's like, okay, you know, it's like, like, oh man, like, I don't know what to do. (gasps) Um, Yeah. And so that's, that's like one of those where it's just like, yeah, but, and, and, and maybe that's just like a like a slightly like like a moment that I can look back on my childhood and just be like you may have just been like a little bit helpless in that situation because you also couldn't just choose to leave. Right. Like, despite yeah. the fact that my own bedroom was no more than like 35 yards away. I know. Like, like I couldn't I wasn't like allowed to like just go there. Right. And, and yeah. escape like, away. Right from, there. You could see the house. Not to mention then I'd be near my bed and you knew something right. in my bed. Oh, maybe some butthead. Maybe some butthead. Right. Oh, the worst. The worst. I, I want to know if this, if this affected anybody else ever at any point in time. But for what it's worth, I feel like it's also what happens to me whenever I watch horror films is that it's like it's like everybody else knows it's just a movie. And it's like, it's just a movie. It's just it's just fun. It's like, not for me. Not for me. Yeah, I think this is like where I don't like watching gore. Like, I guess there's like different, you know, genres of horror in general where sometimes it's just like a lot of jump scares. Sometimes it's more like a like a like a mental thing. Sometimes it's just like, no, you're just going to watch people be injured. Right. It's like right. for me, that is the worst one because I can just continue to picture the injury. Yes. And yeah. I don't like that at all. Like yep. if it's like if it's like a supernatural thing, I can believe that that's not real. I can get over that. You right, know, right. there's not like, you know, you're not going to go watch a videotape that's going to kill you seven days from now. That's not real. Is that but the ring? that's the ring. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you 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 know uh anything that happens in saw like yeah those things that could be built you know <laughs> sure 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 it's like they're fairly rudimentary contraptions they in, are in terrifying yeah but they're absolutely yeah. terrifying no that's a good point that's a good point yeah I, I think this is like where where it's so true like i think you touched on a good point there it's like the things that are the scariest the things the best villains are the ones that are just so so much more like likely right you know yeah. it's it's just like it's like no that could happen and that's oh that's man. a bad i don't like that is bad that's a bad that's bad that's so anyway bad. that's that's like the pro tip if you if you are currently writing a villain character of any kind don't make them don't make them supernatural super powerful anything make them make them just like like possible just make them possible cool. you Noth- know? nothing scarier than what's possible <laughs> right anything yeah. is possible oh my gosh well guys i feel like we're at a great stopping point for this week's episode of the pop thank you as so, thank you so much as always for for tuning in up until this this particular moment yeah uh, i feel like it's a great time to to give you a couple of updates about fun things that are actually happening out there in the world of the pop yeah slash super carlin brothers one of which is that jay and i officially officially will be at rtx in Woo! austin texas uh the weekend of july 6th seventh through the ninth we are going to be doing a um live um trivia show live trivia show that you my mind like went into like a, just a total blank path i was like what are we doing live trivia show with a meet and greet to follow uh so if you would like to come and do sort of like our live kahoot trivia except in real life it is a hooting and hollering good time we'll have some really good prizes available for you to win mm-hmm. uh and we would absolutely love to meet you after i know a lot of people have asked like are you guys gonna be doing any more meetups anytime soon well this is the the next thing where we will absolutely be in a place and we would love to see you there so tickets yes. at the link in bio otherwise if you'd like to support the show uh you can do so on patreon by heading over to patreon.com popcorn culture super excited about uh the quarterly merch that we have going on right now it's the dadeen mug yes uh it's going to be like a mint colored mug that's going to have this like brown sort of like glaze across the top of it that's that's like a uh like a baked in glaze yeah. not like a it's not like we won't like send it to you like dipped in cinnamon or something like that and like you'll it won't come with cinnamon on the top no you can add yeah. your own at any point in time uh and i'm sure it would be delicious probably smell good yeah. probably smell really good um anyway but these these mugs are so amazing like they're they're like real pottery they're like like yeah they're what like hand cast hand thrown hand thrown thrown. oh i love the word thrown i know i know it's so perfect it's like it's like they have like a spinning wheel and every single one of them is handmade uh in the united states which is really neat and the entire like facility that makes them like runs on solar power it's like the whole the whole operation they're just doing it all right they're they're just doing it all right you'll have the popcorn culture mug on there uh there is a limit for the first time ever just simply because we already had to submit the order uh and they should be finished in production around the month of may so so they will also be available without like any major wait time. Uh, and so if you would like to check them out, you can do so at patreon.com slash popcorn culture. One small tiny side note on that particular detail is we do now have a two month rule when it comes to quarterly merch. You must be uh, signed up for at least two months in order to receive the quarterly merch. So yes. do keep that in mind. If it is something that you were debating on, uh, link to all those things in the bio. Otherwise, until next time, pop pop. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. 
But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.